Hey friend, welcome back to another episode. Today we're going to be talking about why your anxiety is not a problem. I feel like this is kind of like a clickbait a little bit, but here's what I mean by this. Your anxiety isn't necessarily an issue or something that needs fixing. It is, but it isn't. It doesn't mean there's something wrong with you is what I'm trying to say. So because you are an anxious person or I don't even I don't even try to take on that identity anymore like I'm not an anxious person. I'm just a person who has anxiety. So that's the first thing. I'm a person that battles with anxiety and deals with anxiety and struggles with anxiety from time to time. There have been seasons when it's been very heavy, very overwhelming, and there's other times where it's very subtle and much more manageable. But I realize that it's not a problem. It's not something that's wrong with me. So it's not an issue that I have. What it is, it's your body's way of trying to show you something. Your body is talking to you and telling you that something is not right. Something is out of alignment. Something is out of balance, whether it is, you know, a chemical hormonal imbalance or, you know, emotional things like that we have harbored and not dealt with and fully processed. It's trying to bring clarity. Your anxiety is trying to bring you clarity. It's trying to show you something. It's it's your body is literally speaking to you. Sometimes it's crying and yelling and screaming at the top of its lungs for you to stop and slow down and listen. It is trying to show you something. It's trying to bring you clarity. It's trying to help you heal, okay? It's revealing something to you that maybe you've been ignoring for years or maybe you didn't know was there. So this is so complex. I should have started the episode with a preface saying I'm not a medical professional. I'm not a licensed mental health professional. This is me speaking from my experience and what I have learned over many, many, many years of dealing with anxiety, of learning about anxiety, and coming to understand anxiety and what it is and what it really means, okay? So this is very much my experience. This might not be the case for you, but what I have found is when I'm talking to other people, they have found that these things resonate as well. That it's really the body's way of trying to yell and get your attention to tell you something's off, something's wrong. And that something's wrong is different for every single person. The root and the heart of it is different for every single person. And that's where you have to go on your own journey of exploration to dive in to, you know, seek out medical professionals, like seek out medical help, seek out therapy and counseling and get to the bottom of it and figure out what is there? Like, what is this about? Why do I have this feeling? Because we're so disconnected from it sometimes from the actual root of it that we don't even know. We don't know where to start. And it does take someone who is qualified in that way to help you work through those things and be there for you during that journey, on that journey, and through that process. And I know for me, I always felt like there's something wrong with me. Why Why do I have anxiety? Why do I deal with panic attacks and racing heartbeat and kind of obsessive thoughts and these scary things that I can't stop thinking about or these physical symptoms that I can't just make disappear? It's not something that somebody can just say, just don't think about it. Just don't, just, you know, it's not that big of a deal. It's okay. Like you're okay. You're fine. It does not work that way. And really, I wasn't wrong in thinking that there was something wrong with me, but it wasn't like a problem. It was more like something that needed to be healed. It was something that needed to be dealt with and brought to the surface. And a lot of times, 
I've found that it's it's things that are rooted in like emotions or feelings that you didn't feel at the time. And, you know, some people are going to be like, what are you even talking about? It's okay. It's okay. Because like I was at that same place. I didn't understand whenever I first started my healing journey. I didn't really get that there were things under the surface that they're buried so deep, you don't even know they're there. And so if you do seek out therapy and counseling, when you start this process, it can be frustrating because you're like, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know. I can't even think about like that thing. I don't understand what you're saying or what I'm supposed to look for. Or, you know, it can be frustrating because we are really good at coping. We're really good at surviving. And that's what we were designed and built to do. Like our brains are just trying to keep us safe and surviving and living and thriving. And sometimes that means we bury things so deep down that they can't really be found until you dig, 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 dig a lot. So I understand that you you may not get whenever I say that a lot of times this is stemming from emotional trauma or things that maybe weren't fully dealt with from even like a childhood, like I'm in my 30s now, and there are things from childhood that left an imprint on me that were major life events that I didn't realize really had it as big of an impact on me as they did, because that's just how things were. That's how that was my life. I just grew up with things being the way that they were. And it just it was one of those things like it is what it is. But there comes a point when your body is going to tell you that you're not okay. Like you're actually not okay. And the more you ignore what's there way down in the depths below the surface that you don't even know is there. And that's the hard thing. That's the confusing part is trying to figure it out and digging it up and unraveling all of it. But the more that you keep suppressing it and not feeling the feelings, the louder the anxiety is going to get, the louder all of these symptoms are going to get because your body is yelling at you to stop and to feel and to deal with all of it. And I know that's kind of confusing because you're like, okay, Kaysen, well, I don't even know, like, what would I even deal with? I'm, I'm fine. Like, I'm fine. We We all have ourselves convinced that we're fine, except the reality is, is that you're not fine, more than likely. You're not fine. We, we don't want to let ourselves go there to that place because I know for me, I was like, if I go there, if I, if I admit that I'm not okay, that was just a huge struggle for me. Like, what does that mean? What does that mean if I'm not okay? What does that mean if it's not fine that this is what happened to me or that this is what life event I experienced? And if I say I'm not okay with that, what does that mean? You know, that, that can mean a lot of different things, but sometimes you're not okay and it's okay to not be okay. You have to deal with what is. You have to accept what's there. You have to feel the feelings that maybe you didn't feel as a child or as a teenager or a young adult. And there are mental health professionals that will help you uncover this and kind of really dig into it. So I really, really, really want to encourage you to reach out to somebody or um, I might can get a resource for you for like a directory of finding someone in your area. So if that's something you need, send me an email or send me a DM because I've had to seek that out for myself before. And I remember someone telling me about a website or a directory I could go to and search for mental health professionals in my area. So I can definitely get that for you if you need it. Or actually, you know what, I'll I'll search for it and I'll go ahead and just link it in the show notes. Because as children, and this is where it gets kind of above like my pay grade, but as kids, we internalize things. And so 
you, we didn't really have the means to be able to cope fully with some things that may have happened to you in your childhood. And, you know, this could be trauma. This could be something that someone else may brush off as not a big deal, but for you, it was huge. Maybe it wasn't that approval. Maybe it wasn't, you know, you didn't feel loved or connected to or like valued or seen or heard in whatever way. It could have looked like a really small action from the outside that someone else did to you or said to you, but for you, it was huge. So we don't really know how to process through and feel those things. And it has to do, I think, with like the brain development and all that. I don't know, like I said, above my pay grade. But what I do know is that kids will internalize things and we take it on. Like we think that it's because of us, because of who we are or it says something about us that this person would treat me this way or do this to me or not do this when I felt like that's what I needed, when that is what you needed as a kid. So it's it's really deep. It's really complex. And like I said, it takes someone who is educated in that way, who is equipped to help you start unraveling those things and start to kind of dig around and see what's there. Reach out to somebody. If you feel like that you just have always dealt with anxiety, you know, sometimes it is simply tied to the food that you're putting into your body. I have a lot of intolerances that I did not know about. And when I started cleaning up my diet and I took certain things out of my diet, I felt so much better. The heart palpitations would stop. I just overall felt so much better. It's crazy. And if you have a dairy or a gluten intolerance or anything else, like, you know, if you've removed it from your diet, you know how much better you can feel. And so that's actually going to be a separate conversation for a separate day. But I just wanted to say that, yes, it's sometimes things rooted deep down that need to just be dealt with and processed, but sometimes it could be as simple as switching something in your diet. So pay attention to that. Since we're on the topic of anxiety, pay attention to that. Do certain foods increase your anxiety? If you remove it, does the anxiety kind of decrease? Because all of it kind of plays into your overall wellness and well-being. So I hope that this gives you a little bit of freedom. I hope it gives you a little bit of ownership in that your anxiety is not a problem. There's not something wrong with you, but there also is something that needs some attention there. You've just got to stop. You've got to slow down and you've got to give yourself the time and space to figure out what it is. What is this about? And you keep digging. You keep exploring. You keep asking until you start to make progress, until you start to see, okay, maybe this is about this or maybe this this is tied to that. This is starting to make sense a little bit. And like I said, reach out to someone who is capable of helping you to do that. Because when I started doing this, I'm really glad I did have the support of a therapist and someone that was qualified to be there for me and be there with me along the journey. Because when you start to kind of unravel some of these things, it brings up a lot that you might need extra support with. So that's why it's important to do this with someone who is qualified. Okay, I hope this was helpful for you. Like I said, I've dealt with anxiety for my entire life. So there will be many more episodes to come regarding anxiety, regarding with how to heal and how to deal with it. But until then, I hope that this was helpful. Take action. Don't wait. And I'll see you in the community group.